Hello, hello. This is Aaron. And this is Kaya. Welcome to another episode of Bravo Wild Black. Um, I hope that you guys are $1,400 richer by the time. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. This episode. I hope Joe did it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's definitely going to do it for us. Yeah, and I'm waiting on that shit, right? Like, we're actually doing this podcast to pass time to see if by the time we finish it, we've been stimulated. And hopefully so, that's the case. Hopefully, and I hope you guys have done your taxes, and yes. um, so that can, so that shit can slap right on top. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations to the people who are getting tax money back instead of <laughs> dummies like me who, <laughs> who have to pay taxes instead. <laughs> and so, if anyone has a kid that I can claim, please let me know. Right. So I will give you not half, but twenty percent. So. I done mine, but I could use the kid too. So. <laughs> no, it's only for me. I'm, <laughs> and I'm gonna need someone's dog also. So, Aaron, not a dog. Me, if you could give me your dog, um, you can claim, claim dogs. We'll talk about that later on. Yeah. Okay. Um, but guys, we are doing a solo pod, which we haven't done in so freaking long you know we want to do these things where it's just us and you guys where we check in um we had a fantastic fantastic lineup for black history month we had barry from southern charm new orleans which was such a treat we had dr monica from camp getaway which was amazing we had our cousin and her husband miss taria from what else is going on we had our other cousin stephanie from mocha minutes and we had our other other cousin kendrick (laughs) from me you housewives and marvel too which i finally figured out how to say without pausing and thinking and reading so shout out to all of them shout for coming the on the band. pod and having a black ass good ass time and thank you all for listening to us and entertaining our shenanigans like, uh, shenanigans like really, Hernandez. <laughs> i really appreciate that that was the blackest month i've ever lived in my life and yes. <laughs> i really enjoyed it like i really it really brought out the good times in me so right exactly but um yeah thank you it was amazing okay so we have so many different shows to get into just like weeks of shows we have atlanta on the docket we have new jersey Mm. we have married to medicine which is finally back oh my god we have (gasps) summer house which is literally giving okay summer house has no business to be giving i must admit it, it has been Right. This is your first time watching Summer House, so I'm so glad that they are showing out for you, Aaron. And um, we have, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, Housewives of Atlanta was a thing. You know, um, they're (laughs) finally back from, (laughs) they're finally back from the trip. I think I'm just coming down from the excitement of Bolo. Like, now that there's no Bolo, and then obviously the whole investigation episode was messy and fun and got us all riled up. We're back in Atlanta, and things are going on. It seems, okay, so it starts off with Drew having this dinner with Kenya, um, 
I was very surprised to see that. Number one, I was like, it was just such a uh, weird setup, right? Yeah, I was like, why are they having dinner? But okay. Um, and then everything's going good. They're enjoying their food. I actually thought that things were going to get resolved at this dinner. I thought that Kenya and Drew would be cool or they would come to some kind of terms or some kind of agreement. Um, but yeah, that that just didn't happen. Uh, Drew brought up the whole bringing your kids thing again. And <sighs> yeah, Kenya got really tired of it. Do I feel that Kenya could could have listened and could have took in uh took what Drew said? Um yeah, I do I do feel that she could have listened to Drew a little bit, but um we we already know what Kenya's about and we know Kenya doesn't want to hear this shit. Um <laughs> so it's pretty much like talking to a brick wall, and that's that's the meme that I posted on Twitter because that's exactly how it was. Drew brought up her points and how she felt, and Kenya's just like, What do you want me to do about it? And they started singing. And they started singing at each other. <laughs> and that was definitely... You're not letting me talk. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, so this Drew, is very interesting. Is, am I getting it right? Was Drew going to sing at uh, Cynthia's wedding? That was uh, a scene too, right? Yeah, from, from what I hear, I forgot. It was a Monica song, I believe, that she was going to sing. <laughs> And Isn't Mike was like, <laughs> I believe so. And Mike was like, um, I think we're going to leave that to Monica. <laughs> Dead ass like, Damn. Okay. Especially if she was singing for free. I would have literally. Let that baby girl sing. Roundhouse his ass because <laughs> I'm not trying to pay for people to sing. Andrew is a singer. Um, hello, not to mention the game every time I get a chance to mention the game, but I would like to mention the game. Speaking of, it's coming back on Paramount Plus. Um, do you think that Drew Sedora will reprise her role as Drew Sedora? <laughs> I doubt it. I understand <laughs> especially after this season and what's going on with her and Ralph. I don't think she wants to. I don't think she wants to do. That. On top of it, it's like everyone is <laughs> upset. People are still in, not just Latoya, but literally people are still upset. I see the comment section and they're <laughs> yeah, like, "This is what happens. It. This is what you get for messing around with Derwin." And I'm just like, <laughs> number one, even if this was true, this happened so many years ago. Okay, like, like even if real life i don't understand why we're blaming the woman and i will literally stand on that and i'm not even a drew sedora if anybody we should blame janae okay oh my god yeah is the one that had the kids (laughs) if anybody okay because she's the one that made the situation all fucked up if we want to get down to the nitty-gritty I don't think we want to have no kids. Okay, you know what? I, I regret bringing it up. Let's talk. Okay, so let's move on. Um, yeah, they sing, they argue. Drew is like, we're going to split the check. Fuck that. Uh, yeah, and then Kenya said, that's what broke bitches do. <laughs> now, that I am not a Kenya fan, but that I laughed so I thought that shit was okay, hilarious. That's I'm what like, I want to talk about also. What do you and our. <clears throat> listeners what do you guys think about splitting the check because i am very much a person who when i go out with my (laughs) friends i don't want to pay for your lobster when i had a hamburger it's like if i literally paid 
you know, if I literally ordered something that was like $15 and I'm sitting across from someone who decided that they wanted an appetizer, an entree and dessert, it's like, why am I splitting? I know our cousin Manny is going to fill away Imani because Mm -hmm. I remember her (laughs) saying some shit about this like earlier in the year or like last year. Um, And I feel the same way. I don't want to. I don't want to pay for your meal. Like, and then on top of that, it it definitely, um, I want to tip, you know, well. Yeah. And I, but I want to tip well for what I ordered. And if I'm going to have to literally <laughs> split your check and it's tip for much. you, it's not going to work. It I want to pay for what I had and freaking that's it and, and then that I brings to... me to this because i hear a lot of people saying well if you can't split the meal then you shouldn't be going out to eat and it's like how are you going to tell me what i should be doing <laughs> like i could do whatever i want to do if i want to go out and have a triple dipper at chili's Oh my God, you love I'm going to do and you know i love that for me and that's what i'm going to yeah. do and i can't have my triple dipper and Pay for your whatever you get. What is, what's the most expensive item at Chili's? At I don't Chili's, the most expensive item at Chili's is probably like the steak. Yeah, um, not a Tex-Mets bowl, but like the steak. So yeah, but I think my thing is also like I don't care if I am of the status of the housewives. <clears throat> why the fuck am I paying for your food anyway? Yeah. When you're not ordering the same thing that I'm ordering, and I actually think it's more efficient that way anyway i don't think it's anything broke about it i think it's like it's totally fine i think on a housewives budget not maybe not broke but like it's just like not needed but i don't know it's not needed but it's it's drew's first season guys also but it's also like drew drew and kenya just argued so honestly fuck you and your food like i'm not paying (laughs) that's true that's another thing That's really I'm gonna really like way you to down on my chest for Atlanta because you know the rest of the episode was it was an episode. I think the next episode is gonna be way better, but I do wanna bring up the point that Kenya definitely revealed some things that you know she hasn't revealed before. We really see this vulnerable side to Kenya that she, you know, has been used and manipulated by men her entire life she clearly has abandonment issues from what happened with her mother she's not really that close to her dad i don't even know what happened to the aunt that she was close with i barely freaking um see her um on there anymore so i don't know if she passed away i think that was her grandma that passed away not the aunt okay okay yeah, yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to bring that. God bless her. I hope she's still <laughs> living and thriving. Yes, and, I think um, she is, and I just don't know what happened. You know, to her because she has not been the same system. Yeah, and I think that that goes to show why Kenya just seems extra miserable this season because it's like we are in a Panda Express. You know, there <laughs> is a civil rights movement going on. You have a toddler in the middle of a Panda Express and a civil rights movement. And then on top of that, you're going through a divorce. And on top of that, you have this trauma from before. So it's just so many things going on with Kenya that it, it really sucks. But at the end of the day, she still finds a way to... Yeah. <laughs> cause drama. So it's like you're not exempt that- because... 
is what was amazing to me because I'm like literally right after your therapy session, you go and you start <laughs> some shit. And that's why I was like, okay, that's it's very hard to feel sorry for someone that does stuff like this. Because after my therapy session, I would go sit my ass down and <laughs> have a Sprite or have a water. Or why a Sprite? Like that. I would like to know why you would have I a Sprite. I have a Sprite after a long day. I feel like <laughs> that's like the thing. I like that. It's like acid water you know to wind you down but also <laughs> ramp you up and burn your fucking chest like, a nice burp is what you need sometimes after all know? that <laughs> and it's true your freaking acid reflux um <laughs> i also <laughs> literally my acid reflux and i also wanted to talk about i love this new squad that they have which uh shamari it's not shamari i'm sorry um, um yeah i know you're like what the hell um was shamia Shamia. okay yes shamia cut me some slack guys shamia portia drew and marlo love this squad they're fun they're a good time yeah i just think all the other girls i think it sucks that um marlo feels as though Portia's pushing her away because she squashed things with Kenya. I love the fact that Marlo and Kenya are cool again because they were once cool in the past, but they're just so much alike. Like they're both messy as hell. They're both Aquarius sisters. So I love that they have a friendship, but I think Marlo took it personally because Portia was like, um, I'm not really fucking with nobody right now. Like, I am going through my own <laughs> shit. And it's like, I related, I related to Portia so much because I'm just a person that you already know this. Sometimes I just go completely missing and mm-hmm. it's no one's fault, like, at all. Sometimes you just go missing. For Sometimes like, you just have to go missing. And that's just that. And I, And I get that. I get that so much. So my heart goes out to Portia and what she's going through because I know she has a lot going on behind the scenes because Portia is a very, I'm not going to, she's a private person. Like she chooses what she wants to put out and then, you know, her relationship and stuff, she kind of, she kind of keeps under wraps. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do like that new crew. Um, I am rooting for, Drew to have a better second half of the season than (laughs) first half because it looks as though she's actually going to get turned up because she kind of duped me with that moment I know a lot of people are like oh my god she makes the perfect housewife I disagree right now but I'm giving her the chance to change that because she duped me with the I'm from Chicago like when she delivered that line it gave me absolutely nothing but I remember (laughs) I was so disappointed I was like this is her moment you're like um what was that okay I was like yeah what about it and you're from Chicago and guess what that's literally it um but in the commercials it looks like she's going to give more so I think that that should be something that would determine for me personally whether she should you know go to another season or not I think regardless they're going to bring her on another season um obviously they don't really care about what I want but for me I still have to (laughs) for me I still want to talk about what I think should happen which shouldn't happen at Bravo I would still like to call the shots so um she has some chance to redeem herself and 
I've been seeing on Instagram, I can honestly say on Instagram, it looks like she's been looking in the mirror and taking off one accessory yes. at a time. And I want to shout that out. And also her wigs have been better. Too. Much better. I do want to give credit where credit is due. I think somebody's seen that and was like, hey, I'm going to help, gonna help to you out. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. So you can really see that we've been standing with you. Well, I've I've been standing with you. <laughs> I've been standing with you, your baby girl. From um, the get-go. From and the hopefully Kaya switches sides and sees. Uh, yeah, I am completely open-minded. We'll and see. I hope it works. We'll see yeah. what you do. And, and I hope you do something, Drew. I really do. And it um, looks like you're going to do something, Drew. So, you know, like I'm it. excited about it, baby girl. And I want to know, especially with this whole pastor thing, like, who is the pastor? Is it Pastor Holy Whore or is it another pastor? Because Pastor Holy Whore is also uh, in Atlanta. You know that, right? Oh, my so, gosh. I don't know why. I just thought of Pastor Troy. Like, when you said, like... No, not Pastor <laughs> So Marriage Medicine is back, and the ladies have really been giving Marriage Medicine vibes. This first episode was amazing. amazing. It, it reminds me of the premiere of Atlanta, but a little bit lighter. Um, you know, we get to see doctors going through the panoramic while going through the Black Lives Matter reawakening movement and it just uh it just sucks it's so heavy but it's so relatable about just being black in america in a pandemic mm-hmm. right now and then on top of that you add that added layer of these are the people who are essential workers in like the most essential way so it's it's it sucks but then also you know they have the lightheartedness where they all get on a freaking party bus you know toya is turned the fuck up <laughs> and they go to heavenly's house well, look, she turned up. everything goes down so what did you think about married to medicine i loved it from beginning to end um you know i love dr jackie so much so i was i was hoping that this time around, her and Simone would, her and Dr. Simone would be able to hug it out and, and everything. I was just expecting everything to be back to normal between them. But Dr. Jackie said apparently it was awkward, which I did feel the awkwardness. I was like, okay. I don't understand that though. Like, yeah. just like Toya said, like they hugged. Was that Toya who said that they hugged it out? Yeah, I yeah. think it was Toya. She was like, you guys literally hugged it out. And that was, yeah, she was talking about Simone and Heavenly. Because yeah, heavenly, heavenly was like you know I wanted I want us to be get get back on track. She was like, why haven't you called me? You don't reach out to me. You don't talk to me. And you know how Simone is. Simone like to block a bitch, and she done said it before, and she stands by that. And I love Simone. I think she, her and Cecil are aging backwards. Number one, Mm -hmm. I also want to point that out because they look really good, and um, heavenly just has to give it time and space. And I think Heavenly should have reached out to Simone and been a a bit more genuine because we remember Heavenly's Twitter fingers. (laughs) 
on that last season, and that was a big mess. You cannot tell somebody's husband. You cannot talk about somebody's husband not having a job. Like, that is the last thing you want to do. Why Heavenly decided to do that, I don't know. I still don't know to this day. I know I love Heavenly. messy as fuck, (laughs) and that's what I'm trying to tell people. No matter how much you love her, she is literally... And and, then she does it, and she expects people to just let it... Well, I apologize. I apologize. That doesn't help! Like... I love that how she does says not it. help because on top of it, it's like she will apologize, but then she goes and she does the same exact thing. <laughs> well, I apologize. I apologize. And apologize again. Like it's empty fucking promises. She's like Ramona on New York. Like it's a mess. And every get together, she has to talk about how her and daddy have sits. Like we get it, <laughs> Heavenly. We get it. We understand I it. Hate I am so happy me. that you and your husband are having you sex. That. <laughs> like I'm so happy, and I and and each time he shuts it down and he's like, "Okay, sweetie, they get it. Okay, we don't need to do that." Like, who are you proving this point to? I don't get it, like at all. It's just like enough. is it the other ladies because they don't enough. care. Like, there's enough. There's enough. Toya definitely also, doesn't care, as you can see. Jackie, um. That's the only thing like, before I even get into Jackie. That's the only thing that I remember from the Married to Medicine cast during quarantine, other than them obviously saving the day and filming and you know fighting out in the streets and doing testing and all these important things. I just remember at the beginning of quarantine though, Doctor Heavenly saying, "Toya, <laughs> like, is this what Toya does all day?" <laughs> You know, it's like um, I don't know how she stays home and she literally does nothing. I don't and know why so, she does what she does. I don't know. And why. Do you see how fucking messy that is? Do you want to be friends? Sometimes that's what I want to ask Heavenly. Like, that's do you want to be friends with these ladies? Because and she did the same thing to Quad last season, and Quad got with her because you know Quad's not with that shit. But yeah. It's just a mess. Um, that was the funniest shit ever. And, and Heavenly's defense, going. though, Toya's son did come for her on this episode. I don't know if you've seen that scene, but he was definitely like, Daddy's the doctor, Mommy, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in like, the golf cart, I would have literally made his little ass walk. Like, get off. I'm sorry. That scene would have cut, because I would have <laughs> definitely got with his ass, like, real quick for a good five minutes <laughs> literally like, um give me five i would literally <laughs> pull the golf cart over <laughs> what did you say <laughs> cut the cameras off you see these goddamn <laughs> but um <laughs> dr jackie i think she was still upset that simone like, didn't defend her about like the buffy thing right um I don't get that because at the end of the fucking day, Jackie was dead ass strong, and I stand on that. If yeah. you go in front of an entire no, you're getting ready to defend her. So if you go in front of an entire no audience way. and say, Yeah, you know how you can't have children, Buffy? Like, what the fuck? Dr. Jackie. As a doctor, I would have sued the entire Okay, Doctor Jackie thought she was doing that something very asshole-ish. No, it was. It did that. come off asshole-ish, but listen, I'm listening. <laughs> Doctor Jackie means well, and I definitely believe that she meant well. I don't think 
I just don't think Dr. Jackie has like a malicious bone in her body. Like I don't. I don't. I don't at all. Like I'm blind That's to it. That's a hot take, baby. I think she is just absolutely. Is just... she just not self-aware? <laughs> I don't. Sometimes I really don't think so. Um, but you know what? What I will say about that is, I all felt like up and down. I would have went to HIPAA headquarters <laughs> and literally <laughs> showed them the footage of her. Oh telling my god! You know how serious HIPAA take that shit. Do not go to HIPAA headquarters. Listen, the way she would not have a medical but license. What I will say about Dr. Jackie, I did not like the fact that she, I felt like her apology wasn't sincere towards Buffy, at least the first and second time. That third <laughs> time, I was like, okay, she she apologized. At, at that point, I was like, okay, if Buffy still has a problem, then it's on Buffy. Um, and that's why we don't see Buffy, as you can see. Um, you're right about that, but I don't blame so, her for still not accepting the apology. Like, yeah, fuck that. I like, feel like I, they should be cool now. Her it's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on married to medicine, but guess what? You also wouldn't be a doctor anymore because <laughs> that was fucked up. So, and I stand on that. I it, was, it was a lot. I definitely seen uh, some facial reactions. Who was it? Who was it? I think it was, it was Toya's. Shocking. It was Toya's facial reaction. <laughs> Why will the fuck would you say that? Like, so many people. And people are like, oh, it's not like she was her patient. I don't give a fuck whose patient she is. You should not you go cannot the of people and that. say yeah. that you are she said she said it so like biblically too. She's like, oh, you're barren. Like, excuse me. I mean, she just said it. Like, so as a matter of fact. Like, <laughs> And that's not funny. I want to make that clear too. Um, this is my nervous laugh because that was very <laughs> awkward for me. It's his laugh where he wants to defend Dr. Jackie and knows him get dragged. So that's I know that. Doing. That's my laugh right now. That's my laugh. And you have to understand, I just have a love for Dr. Jackie. I do, you know? I get that and I don't. So that's she's why She's an inspirational I woman. She's okay. old. Without a doubt, she's a phenomenal, smart, educated beautiful Love her. black woman but she also has a problem with shaming people too. <laughs> she does not she, have a problem she did it one time what do you mean? She's <laughs> this wasn't a reoccurring thing she, no um okay so with that we're not gonna talk about that okay no because you wanted to say so let me bring examples then she literally fat shames her friends just because she is fit and she hasn't healthy. done that in a while though so what are we talking about she hasn't done that in a while but um, I do appreciate the kind of woman Jackie is, like her accolades. I'll never take that away from her. The Queen V, very good book, never take it away from her. Like she's very accomplished, but that's not gonna stop me from getting in her ass. Um, so yeah, Marriage to Medicine, that was a strong premiere. Can we talk about how Toya literally was cursed everyone out in her crab legs? Yes, okay, and that's another thing I want to talk about. Like Toya, you <laughs> did not have to come to Heavenly's event like that eat the crab legs and then go off on everybody like Toya was as drunk as a skunk and it was quite ridiculous okay I wasn't expecting that and then she just walks off like are you guys not filming right now that was the moment I became a Toya fan I and you know what one thing I will say about Toya, Toya is at first I felt like she was a lot like Kenya but for some reason 
I like Toya a lot more than Kenya. Like I'm, I'm low key a, 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 a Toya stand. That's yeah. You you've been you know you've liked Toya for a while, but I've, I, I've always that, liked her. I've never fully just like straight out. To just me, flat. it's heavenly. That's the the Kenya of Married <laughs> to Medicine, and I she does some and I love rude it. ass. I love shit. it. And I just blame it from her. I I just blame it on her being from Miami. I understand it. Um, And she's just going to keep doing it. That's that's her thing. She's just going to keep doing it. Kenya, for some reason, I don't know. I just don't get it. Because I'm like, you're not from Miami. She's the villain, and she very (laughs) much knows that she's the villain. So she plays into that. Oh, uh, also, can we go back to the whole leaking thing? The leaking of the... um, the leaking of the bachelorette party <laughs> when everyone got those notifications and they said that page six broke it and then kenya was like oh um page six broke it if it was like a b scott or a tmz that would mean that i'm the one who spilled it but the thing is b scott was the first one who broke it b scott was the one who literally made the headline um the atlanta girls got their peaches cobbled Page six, as you know, white publications tend to do, actually stole the well, not stole, but they got the story from B. Scott, which means that Kenya basically snitched on herself and said, Yeah, I told B. Scott. So that was something very interesting. Oh, that was amazing because actually, I did a poll and I was like, Who do you think snitched? And for some reason, I'm going to say I thought Don, I thought it was Don Juan. I'm just going to say that. I, thought it was I think Don that Juan. you have a personal beef with Don Juan. And that's I don't it. like. So, listen, <laughs> so we're going to. I don't on. have a personal beef with Don yes, Juan. You do. I think he's a very. You have a personal beef, and literally sometimes that's fine. That's okay because I'm I okay with Don Juan. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> anyway. Um, so <laughs> Married to Medicine was very good, as you can see. We had a lot to talk about. Amazing episode, If you aren't watching Married to Medicine, you know, you can start this season, but honestly, start from the beginning because it's such a journey. Freaking, I don't know, like these ladies. And I just it. cannot wait to continue Heavenly Toast Party. <laughs> Okay. And her use. Speaking of uses, can we please talk about summer use? Uh, oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, summer house really good. Hannah. <laughs> Hannah has a new man. And can we talk about that? And every she made Luke the villain. Yeah. Only to turn around and call her new man into the house. And do I respect it? Yes. 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 I absolutely respect it. This is the best thing that I've seen her done. (laughs) Yeah, like I respect it, but I also think that it's very, it was very unnecessary because (laughs) she completely blew up any chances that he had with Sierra because Sierra is completely uninterested. It does not give a fuck about this man anymore. And, you know, Hannah is now going along and she got her, you know, sugar daddy in the house with her. But they turn out, you know, 
they're engaged now. So congratulations to Hannah and Des. Engaged. Which is so ironic because you literally were crying in the fucking closet. Engaged. Engaged. You were crying in the closet like R. Kelly about. Wait a minute. You didn't know. How long was this film? Like, how long ago was this film? (laughs) This was filmed last summer. This was filmed. And you are engaged? I'm not going to say, like, listen, I'm not hating Hannah. Like, because you got to do, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. But, I mean, okay. All My, right. I wouldn't even be so, like, what the fuck about the engagement if she had not made a whole storyline about this loop thing. Like, girl, and so she, what she says is that she started talking to him or DMing with him two weeks before she got into the house, but she didn't pursue it because she didn't know what was going on, you know, what was going down with Luke, which to me, yeah. this means that she's been talking to this dude and she played in our faces and she did it well. Because I will say she is giving when he needs to be gave. And I understand that her and Amanda, um, you know, want to be cool or whatever. But I just, like, don't see it happening because she can't stand Kyle and Kyle can't stand her. And it's just a fucking mess. Kyle is such a mad man. Like, he's just, like, (laughs) this little mad man that just runs around being mad at Hannah. He, he does. He does. And but it's, I think it's, it's funny. Funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's you. funny as hell. I have it too. I think it's funny <laughs> as hell. And um, at this point, it's like they're beefing, and I just, re- I really don't know what they're beefing about because Hannah and Amanda are cool again. Well, it seems they hugged it out and they, you know, did like their girl version of squash and shit. Um, and they kind of got over it, so I, I really, I really don't know what the problem is. The problem is that Kyle <laughs> has never liked Hannah or Paige. He, the problem is also that he feels that he's a. I don't know, because I don't know. I understand that Kyle is like ten years older than Hannah. But also, Amanda is only, I think she's like 30 or 31, which is two years older than Hannah. So I guess it just boils down to maturity level. And Amanda is way more mature than Hannah, but she's also more mature than Kyle, who's mm-hmm. way older than her. So it's it's weird because Kyle points out Hannah's immaturity, but he's literally like a teenager in maturity compared to his girlfriend. He's the guy version of Hannah, and that's why they can't stand each other. And that's exactly why they can't stand each other. And and the, that you know, that's just what it is. It's very sad. Um, because I'm just like, things could be going so smooth. It's a great day. It's always a good day. Like the weather's great. Um that house, like I'm not arguing with nobody. The stove in that is house. literally fits now. So what <laughs> is the problem? Like Go make some shish kebabs and sit your ass down. Stop They're walking arguing. around in their fucking 
fucking influencer bikinis doing podcasts and living the fuck life and kyle is literally walking around like oh my god i'm so busy Arg. and it's just like ridiculous because all he's doing is making phone calls about lover boy he's like i work 80 hours a week and on the weekends i want to relax but he didn't want to turn his music down which i get but it's just it's so weird it's so weird like if i'm in a fucking 2.5 million dollar like summer house in the hamptons i'm not arguing with no fucking body i wasn't going to argue with luke especially now that we know that they can literally have someone from the outside test and then come in the house like do you if know anybody is busy it's gonna be danielle like Danielle yeah. is the busiest woman I have ever seen. Every and time I see out. her, she's having a conversation. She's like, "Hold on, I'm gonna get yep. dressed. I'll be on cam soon." Yep. Like, yep, busy. Yep. <laughs> but another thing, solving world hunger. <laughs> they need to do is clean up those damn rooms. Okay, <laughs> it's a bit much. Like. I understand that you guys are chilling. I understand that this is the summer house. I'm going to call Sierra out too. Um, yeah. But she's, she's not the only one. No, it's definitely Hannah, not Paige, Sierra. It's like it looks like a teenage girl's room. Like I see shampoos and conditioners, <laughs> Aussie conditioners on the floor. It's on, It's a bit much. And then Kyle, Lindsay, and I think Danielle were like, oh, this Gen Z, this Gen Z stuff. And I'm like, wait, like, <laughs> they're not Gen Z. Maybe Sierra is, because Sierra is only 24. What they're doing but, is, like, for sure, I could, I could, I could definitely... Yeah, I definitely. He's like, can you? He's like, I understand that you're Gen Z, but can you wash a dish? That shit was funny as fuck. Like, I'm not gonna and lie. he was like, no, I'm gonna set the table like I've been doing. <laughs> same because that's a full time job setting setting that table. Oh my god, the very long table. Okay, it has multiple people. Some people want sports. Some people want forks. Some people want spoons. It's a lot of work, guys. Okay, so the last thing that I want to talk about with Summer House is probably the most important, which (laughs) is the demise or either the rebirth of Stravi and Lindsay's relationship. Last week, we (laughs) saw him. Okay, first of all, I didn't, this is what I didn't understand. Him and Sierra from like fucking 12 p.m. to like fucking 8 p.m., we're setting up something outside but then when Lindsay went outside it was a picnic table and some food that was delivered so please i don't understand what took so long to set that shit up number one but with that being said when Lindsay she looks hot as fuck like her titties taped up she's looking like she's going to the club so she goes out to the backyard she's completely disappointed with the fish and chips that he got from the restaurant that they had their first date at and she like goes off and strawberry leaves and this week um you know they're trying to repair their relationship but last week i asked you guys the question and i promised you that i will read Uh, the responses that we got because I honestly don't understand what she expected 
in a whole parking lot. Like we're in a Panda Express. We are in a panoramic. Like you cannot, this was also filmed last year. So things weren't as open as they were, especially in New York. I don't even know at that time if they were doing outside seating. Clearly they weren't doing outside seating that time. So it's like, what did she expect him to do in a pandemic for her birthday? She wanted to recreate the Beauty and the Beast scene. <laughs> she wanted the candles to sing and like she wanted the table to set itself. So um, long as old as run. That's his beauty. Okay, so um all she wanted was to get engaged. It was that or nothing. That is a very good point because she was expecting a ring. But my thing is, let's just say Strabi did have a ring. She was acting stank the entire dinner. So I definitely would not give her a fucking ring. I mean, I kind of seen that. I, I expected that, especially since she was like so proud to say, too. She's like, I'm not on birth control. Yeah. <laughs> that like, was very concerning. Yeah, like. I'm concerned. I was, a, I was very concerned. I'm like, can you please get back on? Why would you <laughs> want to have... A kid with this person who especially during a pandemic, like let's not do that. And it's like they clearly haven't been living together because she doesn't understand that he has to work. Like shit has been going left since they entered the house. Anyways, another person said, sent an obnoxious bouquet, bought an obnoxiously expensive gift, and proposed. That's it. So about the bouquet, he did order flowers. Um, about the gift he did buy a gift but guess what she didn't get to it because by that time she had already bitched him out and the last part is proposed so I remain that you know he couldn't have proposed because she's already had it in her mind that whatever the fuck he did was not enough so let's see a better dinner that wasn't on the regular patio furniture and a tablecloth from party city I'm sorry, but my <laughs> thing is... That's oddly specific. Whoever did that, I love you, because... Yeah. <laughs> I understand that he could have, you know, a lot of people of the responses, they were like, oh, he could have taken out the food and put it on regular plates. He could have did this or that to make it a little bit better. But the thing is, the anger level that Lindsay had, it doesn't matter if he served it to her with his bare hands. Like, she would have still been pissed off. And and it shows me that she needed they needed some time apart too because it seems like she was more appreciative like for the simple things even when he was texting her throughout the day she's like oh my god look who's texting me and everybody's like um I'm trying to fix my plate like everybody's doing something else while she's receiving these text messages <laughs> someone said nothing would have been good enough yep I agree with you someone else said. <laughs> nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's so true listen because we we don't have standards over here just kidding options are definitely limited but he could have added a candle or two and plated the food i'm sorry but fish and chips are fish and chips no matter what plate you put it on for Lindsay, so Lindsay would have still acted the same way um stravi could have ordered a band a sky rider hot air balloon and a street parade that's not possible in a pandemic and the way that she actually doesn't even deserve that so um nothing girl just wanted a huge proposal and it wasn't happening absolutely true 
nothing. <laughs> she was looking for a reason to blow things up. Absolutely true. Was she maybe hoping for a ring and then she was disappointed? You know, that's a possibility, but I feel like, like I keep saying, she doesn't know what was coming next because she couldn't even force herself to fucking smile during this entire thing. <laughs> Someone said involve the group. Now that, touche. Maybe he could have, you know, the way that they had Kyle's birthday, um, that was a little bit better than what Strawby prepared. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, maybe he wanted an intimate dinner and he tried to make it romantic in his own way. He wanted it to be her and him. So, I don't know. Uh, What he did is all anyone can do in a pandemic. I agree. She probably wanted a scavenger hunt or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, a scavenger (laughs) hunt, maybe. That's possible. That is possible. Maybe. Um... I could I could see her wanting the the group to be involved. Me personally, I wouldn't care because I'm like, it's all about me pretty much. But <laughs> maybe a fireworks show. I think that that maybe would have, you know, a fireworks out, but, show. But it's like we're what I'm, okay. we're in a pandemic. <laughs> like I think you can, I can't. I'm sorry. You guys got big dreams. I, I mean. Someone put in all caps literally nothing. I agree with you. Literally nothing in all caps. Someone else said presented her with the vaccine. Listen, maybe if he had the vaccine, <laughs> it would have been a better situation. Y'all are funny as hell. But absolutely, you know. So I came to the conclusion that I don't care what well, not that I don't care. I understand and I sympathize with these other ideas that people mm-hmm. have. But in my opinion, Lindsay would never, it doesn't matter what he did that day, Lindsay wouldn't have been satisfied unless he proposed. And I don't think that she deserves a proposal because she's been being a fucking brat. And I know that there are a bunch of Hubhouse fans that are listening. And I agree that she makes the show. She's the perfect kind of crazy. I do like Lindsay, but when it comes to this situation, she absolutely lost her mind. But now we can fast forward to this week's episode. And the guy left. She's mad at him for leaving. But he goes, she gives him homework. And he does the homework, which I feel like is more than she deserves. That's beautiful. And presented a beautiful. In a PowerPoint. In in a PowerPoint. Can I have have that? Can I have a man make me a PowerPoint on why, like, just why? Like, (laughs) And I can guarantee you that she did not really appreciate amazing PowerPoint. And, and was it wasn't it like eight slides? Eight slides. I don't even care if it's one slide for you to open PowerPoint to get me back. Do you understand that we would be <laughs> at the altar with the PowerPoint in the marriage staple to the marriage certificate? Because <laughs> that is amazing to me. The time that that takes, the energy that that takes. Right. Would I take a man back? Yeah, like that's a, a PowerPoint, PowerPoint presentation. Like, and then if anybody asks why I took him back, I just like literally, literally click on the PowerPoint. A, I literally would have a fucking flash drive, with a USB, plug it into the TV, and right. get the remote control in the clicker, <laughs> <laughs> and go from slide to slide showing you. I want to read some of the things that were on the PowerPoint. <laughs> I like to present this to you guys. Right. 
Can you count me in, please? <laughs> I'm just okay. Yeah, Lindsay to do, <laughs> Lindsay to do, and Stephen to do. So, for Lindsay, when Stephen expresses feelings, listen and acknowledge and support by not putting him down. That is so sad. <laughs> like he's asking her not to put him down like she has emotionally scorned this man into making a power have you made me a sandwich lately (laughs) how many sandwiches have you made me how many sandwiches have you made me don't attack steven conversations that's definitely my favorite (laughs) me I personally would agree to it, but I can do any of those things because it's like chances are I'm gonna attack you one way or the other. Um, that sounds very toxic, Aaron. I can't relate. Um, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do can. me on this show. Listen, Don't do me, me on this show. You did me. Don't do me on this show. No, but you brought it up. You specifically <laughs> said my toffee right that now. you were going to attack. Um, you specifically yeah. said that you were going to attack. So if I want to not relate, let me not relate. I didn't mean that, guys. <laughs> I was just kidding. Just in case, like, you know. Your future man is listening to this. <laughs> like, I don't know. Okay, Steven to do. If in same place during work day, try to have lunch together. That's cute. Continue expressing feelings like he has recently since he is opening up now. Don't leave as it will trigger Lindsay. Yeah, this is a thoughtful ass man. And this is the thing. She's, this seems like, because she's a type A personality. So this seems like the exact kind of guy for her a lot of people are saying that they're not a match but i feel like this is the effort that Lindsay wants from a man which is yeah. kind of in my opinion not many guys are willing to do this sit down and literally <laughs> and make a powerpoint, PowerPoint. so <laughs> no. i don't understand people who are saying that they're not a match and like they're not meant to be together because this seems like exactly something they're that just gonna pull up with a ring and be like me me goo <laughs> And that's I don't not know. Be she enough. would be fucking dating that talks like that. <laughs> me, me, good. She's dating Michael from Love After Walk Off. <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna say. Um, I hate you. Either Speaking Michael of- or the other one. Um, anyway, <laughs> this is wrong. Po- that's Patreon talk, child. Wrong place. But-, but she even said, "Like I like that." Danielle was like, oh, that's not romantic. And she's like, um, no, actually it is. So I don't understand why they can't, in the words of Drake, get their shit together so yeah. they can be together. I, I I feel like they can, and I feel like this was a good step in order to to, to do that. But I'm, then she fucks Luke. She fucks Luke. <laughs> like, on the commercial, Hannah is telling Paige that Lindsay fucked Luke. So I don't know if um we will be back <laughs> after these messages because like yeah I missed that part. I'll you be honest. You guys should have seen Aaron's face. I missed that part. What? You're like what? I oh my god. Up when did she point, do that? She didn't do it yet, but she's going to because Hannah tells Paige in the preview, Lindsay fucked Luke. What? <laughs> Lindsay, so 
a guy makes a PowerPoint presentation and you go and you fuck Luke. See, this is why, but you know what? It brings you to literally this point. fully felt that they were getting back. I'm together. switching sides now. Like <laughs> what I said, scratch that. Oh my god, what did he deserves everything, honestly? Because you do not go. Number one, guys do not do half the shit that they're that supposed this to man do. Is doing. So for this man to make you a PowerPoint presentation and for you to go and fuck Luke, that's like a lot. Do hey, listen, am I mad at you? A little bit. I'm not all the way mad because I understand, like, you know, hey, you had to like you had to do what you had to do. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that much. I'm not mad at you, sis, but it's how you do it. You don't do that on camera. No. You do not do that on camera. This is my problem with it. She literally has a fucking, and this is why I know they're meant to be together. The same way that he has made a PowerPoint, we saw her make a timeline. Lindsay turns 35. Lindsay gets engaged. Lindsay gets married. Lindsay has a baby. Lindsay fucks Luke. (laughs) That was not on the timeline. It wasn't on the schedule. But yeah, she needs to put that shit on the schedule. I wish she would have did that shit at least before he came out with the PowerPoint presentation. That way I could be like, okay, she didn't know about the PowerPoint. Lindsay getting back. Yeah, she she didn't know about the PowerPoint. I could vouch for her. But you waited till the PowerPoint came out and then... You go and fuck Luke. Like, okay. Right. Anyway, somehow, (laughs) y'all are really trying it at this point. Do you see how, like, okay, I, okay, this is the thing. (laughs) Why are you laughing at me? Because it's so many things. It's like, because, yeah, that's why I keep saying that Summer House is giving. Okay, I miss the old. Banner pump rules. But what I will say is that this is reminding me of the old banner pump rules a little bit. Yeah. Hey, what is it? Is it is it um should we say their names Kristen and Saucy? Bitch, you just said it, so I mean I don't know why you would ask me. <laughs> I said it fast so it don't count. Um, right. redacted and redacted that moment that Stassi slapped the shit out of Kristen for- and called her a <laughs> dirty fucking whore. which I could kind of understand um, absolutely that because like she listen one thing about me you have plenty of chances to tell me the truth I'm not like I would like get for mad. Hannah to slap Lindsay and call her yeah. a fucking whore and that would absolutely cancel but the roles are gonna be reversed it's probably gonna be um him slapping luke if anything (laughs) because that's a lot like the thing is carl and luke are gonna get into a fight and i don't understand why the fuck they're fighting also oh yeah also shout out to carl i'm praying for you and your family i'm so sorry this happened thank you for sharing your story that so many people go through addiction and so many people if they are not going through addiction they have someone that they love 
and they lost them to addiction. I've personally lost someone that I love very much to addiction and I'm not over that shit. So I don't know how you were strong enough to go home, handle your shit at home and then come back to the summer house with all that bullshit because I'm just trying to do regular life and I can't do regular life. So thank you for sharing your story. I sympathize with you. We, me and Aaron send our prayers to you and your family and thank you back to business so luke and carl are gonna fight and i don't understand what the fuck is gonna cause that because it's like why are we fighting <laughs> you know <laughs> like if um, anything strami needs to come and beat luke's ass like you said yeah they don't need to be fighting for sure but that's what needs to happen, that second part. Because um, <laughs> he's owed an ass-whipping. Like, you do not do that. That's very messy. I would never do that, especially on a, on a TV show. Okay, me in real life and me on a TV show are two different so, people. Oh, absolutely. And I think people need to understand that. Like, half of the shit that I would do in real life, I'm not going to do on a TV show. If you get if you pick up what I'm putting down, which is like, exactly why when you said that you would attack someone, I said that I absolutely would never do that. Okay, maybe I have one too many shots, but I will say the same like me on a TV show. You could see that my buttons are being pushed, but I'd be like, OK. And I'd, like, go regroup and come back and be like, okay, because, listen, I'm going to be on this show, but. You would hear, like, if I was on the show, you would hear so many Dumois and Lipstick Alley rumors about me in the back. Like, you will hear so many behind-the-scenes things, and you will not believe them, because you'll be like, what? Kaya? Lipstick and then you'll see a fucking headline that says, Kaya drags her co-star through the street. Like, not on cameras. Absolutely not. And I love camera. that, because it's like, everybody acts like they can't do shit off-camera, and that's my problem with a lot of these shows on Bravo now. Do your dirt off-camera, please. <laughs> avoid the cameras at all costs if you see somebody with the camera don't do it do not do it <laughs> think about it think long and hard before you do something that's going to change or affect the rest of the season please right. but that's also why i am kind of giving so much grace to people like hannah kenya because these are the people who are going to do it on camera and they're going to talk about it and they're going to move the show along and they're going to make people mad at them and you know we need these villains but i can tell you that much it's not really going to be me like i would play a villain like just for the camera villain but like some dirty ass shit or like some some shit will not be <laughs> on camera and let me leave it as that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah guys that's summer house if y'all not watching that shit listen please watch it <laughs> like please watch it it's good okay it's very good you very know, make that clear um, so let's get loud. <laughs> Not the JLo, let's get loud. What Just did you hear? Tell y'all, people, if you, what ha- you, you hear? guys, you guys have obviously heard by now. I don't know when this is coming out because we just put a podcast out, but literally, I just wanted to take a two seconds to talk about 
J-Lo and A-Rod broke up and the whole Bravo fan page community literally either A, saw this coming or B, knew that someone was lying. <laughs> what had happened was, is obviously on the Southern Charm reunion, Craig annoying ass, Tommy Lauren loving ass, pillow sewing ass, I'm not going to let him live. I don't care. I'm stepping on his neck forever. Um, has literally exposed Madison for talking to a married ex-MLB player. And that's when the rumor started that um, A-Rod and Madison were talking to each other because the Bravo fan page detectives went through Madison's like followers and likes. And there go A-Rod literally sitting right there in her likes all these rumors spread. Oh, yeah, all these rumors spread. <laughs> and A-Rod tried to pull, well, not him specifically, because he hasn't commented on it. But if you know A-Rod, you know that Madison is exactly his type. He loves the blondes, loves the white girls. And, you know, that's his type. But my thing is, you are a whole ass, like, 51-year-old engaged man. Stop it. So what had happened was he denied it, said he doesn't know her. Madison came out because Danny went on a podcast and said that um, Madison told her that she was talking to A-Rod and Madison came out and said that they only ever had phone conversations. So that was pretty much like the gist of it. Now it's months later because this happened in like January. It's now March and <laughs> J-Lo and A-Rod called off their engagement and they say that the whole thing with Madison is really what sparked this split. And I think that it, it's so weird when pop culture and like Bravo leak over. I think that it's kind of unfair to blame Madison for this because if you know, you know, like the streets talk, A-Rod has never been a faithful guy. It doesn't matter who he's with. So this is, I will bet, so much money that this isn't the first woman that he's had a fling with or cheated with on JLo. This is just the most famous one. And it's crazy how, um, you know, he chose her to fucking basically ruin his engagement. But my thing is also, I don't think that JLo really like is ever going to get married again after Mark Anthony. <laughs> I think she's kind of just collecting rings at this point. To become Thanos. Um, <laughs> I can see her, her her getting married. Um, honestly, somebody like LL Cool J or something. Some <laughs> you shit. are going based off of fucking music. I know that you're talking about I, the song. Yeah, yeah. I know that you're um, talking about the song. I and just I feel it her. happening. Like I, I do, and, and I've always said that too. I feel like she's not settled. As soon as she married this man, I'm like, this isn't it. Like it's gonna be she one more because got engaged. I want her to be with a rapper. That's another thing. Like I feel like her music career would be better. It would be very beneficial to her, and and that's what I want. And. I hope to see it. I know all I'm going to see it. It's all I have. I'm just what you have, baby girl. I'm what you have. So that's what I want. <laughs> I would like to see it, okay? And I think I like we all know that they make, like, a good-ass couple. I don't know about that. I would like to see her back with Diddy. Because 
Diddy and Cassie. There's a lot of going. There's a lot going on with Diddy. And I don't really talk about it. <laughs> What are we, are we talking about? about are we gonna talk about the same thing though? Are we? Are you? Heard, th- are I you heard. thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. Did you yeah. Hear what I, okay. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think she need to be with Diddy, but um, <laughs> and yeah, that's coming so from me. So right. we'll put that out there. That's coming from me. I don't think she needs to be with Diddy. Read between the lines. If yeah. you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Um, okay. Okay. Touche. I take it back. You won this round. <laughs> So LL Cool J it is for 500. I've never seen her romantically involved with LL Cool J. I've just seen them. <laughs> I just seen the music video and I was like, wow, they the would look really good in some fucking winter gear, like some icy park. I could just see I it. I hate you. I was just about to say it's some icy park. <laughs> and finally he could take off those fucking hats that are too small for his head. You do like, know that LL Cool J has been married to the same woman for like 40 like 20 years oh damn baby girl we didn't even, <laughs> like we didn't even know about up. you you didn't anyway. know about her and you are breaking up happy homes my bad i didn't know about you <laughs> my bad I didn't girl know about you. My <laughs> enjoy bad, your man girl enjoy enjoy your happy home aaron is just trying to put literally j-lo with you. <laughs> i just wanted that. to do some good in the hood but um <laughs> Anyway, yeah. But so. yeah, so my whole point though is that uh, once again, I think that we should not be blaming Madison for this. I agree that it's fucked up if she entertained. Well, she did that. She entertained. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fucked up that she entertained a rod while he was engaged to j-lo because obviously she knew that he was engaged like it's everywhere yeah. it's J-Lo i mean but but at the same time he's the one who's engaged not her and also the men on southern charm have such a double standard they look down on this girl they call her a white trash hairdresser they make fun of her profession um you know they do shitty fucking things let's not forget when austin had an entire threesome and got caught by madison cheating on her and that's what started this whole saga of tit for tat pettiness and at the end of the day anytime that madison wants austin she can get him back so I think that you guys need to lighten the fuck up on Madison. Catherine's 10 times worse than Madison. And Madison, if the show comes back, needs to be at the center of it once again because she's yeah. a bad fucking bitch. And she carries Shout out to Madison. Yeah. You know, um, it's unfortunate, Period. but J-Lo's going to be okay. That's, that's the, She'll be fine. I already like, felt like I already knew that A-Rob wasn't going to be the man for her because did they get the baseball team? I don't think they got it. Did they get it? No, I think that that was obviously the catalyst. And everyone's yeah. Trying to, everyone's I mean, trying to blame Madison, but the catalyst was they didn't get that fucking baseball team. And that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm not even J-Lo. I was like, you didn't yeah. get the team? Yeah, you performed but... and you did all that shit with Shakira and you didn't get the fucking team. <laughs> anyway, so that would have pissed me off. But shout out to Madison because she probably did her homework. J-Lo has done her dirt in the past. Jenny from the block, we she all remember. She has, and um, let's talk about it. But yeah. <laughs> shout out to Madison. Shout out to Madison. And she did Madison has recently done. opened her own salon and they tried to punk her ass and say oh you rent a chair at a hair salon and even if she did the fuck do you do bitch so shout <laughs> run out your to mouth. madison run your mouth about madison 
literally all day. All they do is talk about Madison. And they did that whole thing <laughs> with the bitch from what was that Laguna Beach or the Hills? Shut Christmas your Cavalieri. punk ass up, Chauncey. <laughs> Not Chauncey. Enough of the slander. The Madison slander. Muffin looking ass. Anyways, um, go find a fucking jawline and leave Madison alone before you come for her. Go and sell some rags or some t-shirts or something. Go sell shit. those stupid ass, nasty ass, flop ass beers and go on back you. on HSN and sell those pillows and shut Because up. from what I hear, the beers are not selling. So period. Anyway. And that's just that. I don't care that. who's in charge of marketing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I just wanted to drag Austin. Um, and Craig from Austin and Allie. No, 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 not that Austin. Please, I like him. He owns uh, Sabrina. I like him too. Um, Yeah, he's dating Jess and Clear. That's Patreon talk, though. (laughs) We'll talk about that. Man, okay, so Housewives of New Jersey, though. Now they've been tripping. Being, and I'm with all the shits. Like they are also good. Teresa is my all-star fave. And I just know <laughs> that once we get to the end of the season, Teresa's gonna be the one for me because between <laughs> between her spilling that tea on the first episode and between her not defending her brother and just <laughs> that was so saying, hey, she's a really good realtor, like <laughs> That was so hypocritical because she asked, she's like, oh, you were there when when, when um, she was talking about my brother and you didn't say anything? Um, bitch, you were literally at a party telling everyone <laughs> about Jackie's husband and you didn't say anything to Jackie. So yeah, you're a hypocrite and I don't give a fuck about these tree huggers. Come and drag me. Come to our inbox. But didn't, she, so but didn't she hug it out with her? With who? With, with the with the realtor that said it wasn't oh, Michelle? it yeah Michelle. yeah i mean she literally didn't have any beef with the person <laughs> she, she, she didn't have with any it. beef with the person who talked all this shit about her brother which was insane she's like did you say that and then she's like yeah i said it i said it and i said it because she brought it up and she's like okay well, I can't close on my house um, until, you know, we talk it out. And she's like, okay, yeah, cool. But for a person who's so <laughs> big on fucking loyalty, she's very much a hypocrite. And that's my biggest I problem. I stand. With Teresa. <laughs> and that, you know, I, I respect that. I respect your standing. <laughs> I respect it. And I am all, with all the chaos. What I'm has. not standing for is I don't think Jackie's husband needed another birthday party. Well, it was a weird birthday party, too. <laughs> it was very weird. That food was, looked popping, though. That food looked you really know, Italian good. Italian people always throw down. I've seen some time. wings, and I've seen a garnish on the wings. I was like, okay. I will say that Italians, after Black people, eat, you know, the best fucking food. I will say that for sure. But I don't think that that party was necessary. It was weird. It was a party that seemed to have to... It was a redo, basically. Yeah. It was a party without Teresa telling everyone that her husband cheated on her. I and missed like, Teresa. That was weird. I felt like something was missing. And that's exactly it what was. It, was. Um, it was. Your husband's fucking around at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic, honestly. You know that I go also back and forth 
with Teresa carrying the show, but also being a hypocrite. And you know what? I'm going to continue to go back and forth because you guys had no problem ripping apart Real Housewives of Potomac. So I've been sharing pro-Teresa posts and pro-Jackie posts just to, you know, cause drama in the fandom because go ahead. Go ahead. You have your opinions. I have mine. And New Jersey <laughs> is definitely giving. They're giving. Um, what did you feel about the whole in the preview they acted as if Melissa and Joe were having marital issues and in reality it was a joke. Like a practical joke. Um, Did you feel duped or were you like, whatever? I was like, whatever, because you know they needed something to do. Um, <laughs> I needed something to do. They needed something to do. That's, that's just how I felt. And I was like, I feel you, baby girl. Like you needed something to do. And you wanted to like, <laughs> you play wanted to no play with us for a little bit, and that's fun. It's fun because I didn't want anything serious. I didn't want anything fake and forced. So I'm glad yeah. that they kind of just dropped it and let it go. I know a lot of people felt like cheated because they wanted to see some shit go down. But hey, guess what? It's not. I happening. was mad like five minutes after, but then after that, I was like, touche, y'all got me. <laughs> and you got over it because it was fun. Like it was, it was all like, you fun. know what? You know what? You all right, Bravo. Because you know what? I did believe that shit. <laughs> like I was like, I'm ready. It was funny and I I'm believed ready. it for a hot second. And then like once And they... also I wanted to literally call myself a dumbass because it's like why would Melissa literally do this like on camera? You know what I mean yeah like, she was cheating on her husband in that way and getting the fucking it would not happen owner's number in front of you know Teresa's brother who she's married to like realistically it just doesn't sound like something that, that would any, never any common sense <laughs> would do. so it, it's also me you know I have to go and put on my dunce hat <laughs> because I shouldn't have believed that shit god you <laughs> That's what they did to y'all, but I'm happy. Like I'm happy they could spice it up a little bit. What do you say, y'all? You know, like you were exempt. <laughs> you were not exempt. They, you know what? They got me, but I don't think like it just didn't register in my head because that's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, why would they do this? Yeah, like, and then I was like, okay. And at first, I was like, okay, maybe they're just trying to spice it up this season. But once I found out, I was like, okay, that the that funny makes thing sense. Is- is that um, Joe Giudici, Teresa's ex-husband, already blew the cover off of whatever fucking storyline Joe Gorga and Melissa Gorga were going to have because he was, he's was he been on Instagram talking his cash money shit. Talking and about, I know he is. He was like, um, Melissa and Joe aren't even having any troubles in their marriage. They're just putting that shit on for the show. Isn't he still where he is? He's is he in not- Italy. He's in a- he's on a How are continent. you popping your shit from Italy? I respect it though. Like listen. Talking cash money shit. And Teresa's not bothered. Yeah, because you know what? Teresa got her the pool boy. She she, she called her man right up on the phone and she was like, Hey, yeah, nice nice talk. <laughs> Call you back. Nice talk. I genuinely believe you only want to talk about Jersey to do your Jersey accent. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> that's specifically what it mob is wives. like i wish that like even if we don't do a mob wives reunion can we take literally two can we take okay on New Jersey? bravo listen Drita. to this Drita. take jackie and replace jackie with drita 
I'm fine with that. Honestly, I don't stand Jackie enough to give a fuck who she gets replaced by. So because I don't even use the word schmuck, but it's like (laughs) I'm gonna use it right now. They Um, should put Judah and Renee back on. I would like to see it. TV and put them on Jersey and I Renee like would be a good ass addition. And literally don't say shit about Judah's husband always going to jail because guess what? Teresa is a felon and she's felonious. But the only she, thing yeah. I feel is honestly, Drita would be off. She would do one season and she would be off literally the first half of the season. Because yeah, what you're not going to do you're not gonna play in her face like it's play playing her face. <laughs> like yeah. she doesn't care. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I'm gonna open hand. I'm gonna close hand and smack the fuck out of her face. Yeah, the thing about Judah is that she will fully like needy leak security guard. <laughs> Pull a bitch down to the floor. And, and smash some up. plates and glasses. Like and leave. I would also like to see Karen. Okay, maybe this is my vibes okay, at this no, point if I bring all three of them. <laughs> we have two, and it's going to be Drita, and it's going to be Renee, and that's it. Because if you guys think that Teresa is quote-unquote badass, I get why you think that if you haven't seen Mob Wives. Yeah. Teresa went and toe-to-toe with Drita. Shout out to all those ladies, because honestly... Yeah. They they yeah. did what needed to be done every episode. Every <laughs> Nobody was the, okay. the amount of times that they use snitch. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not like, even snitch. She's a fucking rat. And I don't yes, trust yes, her. Yes. She's a fucking rat. Like <laughs> and I stood and I She's stand. She's a rat. Literally, yo, those are fighting words. Like, I've never seen, I wouldn't have gotten that upset about it because, see, I'm like, maybe my mom is a rat, but like, (laughs) them, they take that shit very personal. Like, yeah. If y'all want to bring Mob Wives on for real, yeah, we can bring the Mob Wives back because that would be one good ass show. Per. But yeah, um, that's pretty much all that we have. (laughs) That's pretty much all we have left. So I feel like we have a few things coming. Um, We have a few people that are going to be on the podcast, our Patreon premiere members. Listen, if you are listening to this and you want to be on this podcast, you should join our Patreon premiere tier it's only $20 a month and it really helps us so you're supporting two black creatives and also on your third month you get to come on the podcast and you can either advertise your business you can talk shit you can curse me out for something that i've said in the past i can take it so please join our patreon premiere because our next few episodes we're going to have you know our patreon premiere members on and we also have a happy hour that we do um so it's a really good time and it's extra content me and Aaron are also working on a few different surprises oh also, we want to talk about our, because if you haven't been keeping up with our Instagram mm. or our Patreon thing, 
we want to talk about our below-deck boxes that we got. We're not going to talk about the show just yet, probably on the next episode, because we want to watch a few episodes first and then just talk about all of them. But the below-deck sailing yacht box and the married to medicine box, that was such a treat. What yes. was like, your favorite thing? Mine was... Mine was the robe. Yeah, <laughs> mine was the robe, and I think that's everybody. And you know what? My second thing would most likely be the snapback if I could actually wear it because I love <laughs> a good snapback. Like, yeah, really it do. came with a robe, um, like two different bags. Like, they let you choose between sweet and savory. I just chose savory, so I got some popcorn, <laughs> I got um, margarita, like mixer thingy. Um, it was such a good time. Those champagne gummy beers were good as fuck. Did they get you drunk? Um, no, they didn't get me drunk, (laughs) but they were definitely a good snack. Um, and then they gave me a flask, like, and and I haven't used it yet. I have it. I I can't wait to use mine. And I open it and I'm like, how do you even do this shit? Right? Like, how do people put the alcohol in it? The hole is so tiny. So tiny. Like what do you do? Me Alcoholics. unraveling it. Do you guys hear that? That's ASMR for you guys. Alcoholics DM us if you're an alcoholic and you know how to fill. Um, a okay, I glass, see. Please. This isn't so That's bad. Still... Okay, so let me know what you do. Then I can make that I work. A funnel. I'm literally gonna pour my Hennessy in a cup and pour it into <laughs> the glass and squeeze it. Yeah, like a. I think a measuring cup would do the trick. Like those measuring cups with like the. Oh, you know yeah, the, the little tip. Yeah. The, tip, the skinny tips that literally, like, pour things into it. That was such a treat. Um, thank you, Bravo, for that. And then for the Married to Medicine box, yes. we got the same thing. The candle. Oh, my gosh. Oh my God. And it did smells amazing. I did. I did. And it smells amazing. Smell. The smell was all over my house. Ooh, all over my hills. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Also it also came with body soap. It came with body butter. Yes. It came with these two different chocolates, sea salt, caramel, and hot cocoa. And, and we does. got a married to medicine <laughs> mug that I no longer, it's no longer in my possession because my mother took my married to medicine mug. She said that it's it be hers. Your own. I haven't, it, it be listen, your own. I wasn't the first person to use mine. I'll just put it like that. And it really <laughs> pissed me off because I was tuned up. And, um, I had my chocolates ready for the premiere, and I did eat them during the premiere. Um, they were tasty because it's like they were really and good. savory, really, and really they had good. this caramel. So, um, the cool thing about the Married to Medicine box is that they use all black businesses, and yes. I just want to shout them out really quick. That was so beautiful. Um, Therapy Chocolate were the ones that provided the chocolate. See Candle Co. S E Candle C O. They provided the candle. Honey dipped essentials is the ones that provided the, um, like the, the I think it's the soap and Fifty Four Thrones provided the body butter. So you know, follow all of those black owned businesses. It's you can find it literally on our Instagram account. Um, what else is on the docket? I have one last thing that I wanted to talk about is that. Winter House, you know, before we weren't so excited, but now I'm kind of getting excited because I found out allegedly that there are two new cast members. They're not even from 
of a Southern charm. They're not from Summer House. These are two brand new people. One guy was on The Circle UK, and you may know him from Taylor Swift's Blank Space video. Um, his name is Andrea. And there is a girl named Gabrielle. And she was on America's Next Top Model. So those are two new people that are allegedly in Vermont filming with the Winter House cast, which consists of, for some odd, weird reason, Craig and Austin with people from Summer House. So um, that was definitely a slap in the face. But now they are, you know, making up for it because the woman... Uh, Gabrielle, she is black and German, so representation. And the man, he is fine as hell. He's good to look at, and you know, I'm excited. For Listen, her. that's I always good. They, yeah, I wonder how they're gonna mesh with. I've seen somebody like make a meme and say that Lady Gaga was gonna be on it, <laughs> and I was like, what? At that at Winter House. <laughs> at Winter, at Winter House? House. Yes, at Winter House. Can and I was like, wait a minute. And send it to me. So I don't like I, I would like to see it. I, I like definitely was it. like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> when I seen it, I did not believe that. And it turns out it was like fan made. Somebody was just like it was well, a yeah. huge. It was a huge. <laughs> They're in cutes. Um, what about <laughs> if Trina Braxton joins Winter House? I would, listen, I that would be very that. random, but I would be so <laughs> here for it. Like, I would, I would watch. I, I would cannot tune. see Trina on <laughs> Winter Hills. Oh my God, this is such a nice house. Let me call my, let me call up my sisters, Tony and Tamar, and have them come over. <laughs> now we're just being dumb so we're gonna wrap up <laughs> we are gonna wrap up we had such a great time with you guys and um you know what stay safe also if you're able to get vaccinated please yes. get vaccinated uh you know the world is going to slowly be back to somewhat of a uh, kind of normalcy, hopefully mm. by summer, summer. So if you can get vaccinated, please do, you know, research it, obviously. And stay safe. And we love you so much. We thank you so much. And that's pretty much it. Do you want to add anything, Aaron? Yes, I love you guys. And stay safe. And um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.